The Muster Financial segment brought to you by Craig's Investment Partners, Gore. This information is general in nature and is not financial advice. Craig's Investment Partners Limited financial advice provider disclosure statement can be found at craigsip.com slash TCS. Sam Grant from Craig's Investment Partners joins us this afternoon to start off the muster on a Wednesday. Good afternoon, Sam. Welcome once again. Afternoon, Andy. Same to you. Uh, how's everything been with the team there at Craig's? Yeah, no, really good. Um, yeah, obviously a bit of a change in the office last year with Julian Morris retiring, but um, yeah, nothing to get into the swing of things now with his absence, and it's all working out pretty well. But going on at the moment, Sam. Uh, however, though, it's been a strong a strong start to the year with world markets up seven point two percent so far. Yeah, so it's a bit of a nice change or a nice way to start the year after 2022, which was um, effectively the worst year we've had since uh, about 2008 or since the global financial crisis, um, sort of 15 odd years ago. So, yeah, so having a bit of a stronger start, uh, like you said, up about 7.2% for 2023, and that's about 18% since uh, sort of October lows. Um, effectively, uh, as a bit of caveat to that, we're still uh, world markets are still uh, about 14% below their highs in November. But effectively, we're sort of maybe clawed back half, um, half those losses from the highs that we saw back in October, which is uh, quite nice. And sort of leading the um, charges, that's been sort of the Aussie markets probably been the strongest in January, up about eight and a half percent. Is this all COVID rebound still? Yeah, and probably uh, the biggest driver at the moment has been sort of indicators around inflation, um, sort of looking like it potentially has stagnated and um, or at least softened, particularly in the US, and even our numbers have softened a wee bit as well. So um, just a little bit of optimism, I think, uh, on the back of that. Because supply chains as well, like talking to Daryl Moyles from Sergeant Dan Stockfeed yesterday, you seem to think supply chains have freed up quite substantially to how they were. Does that seem to be the case? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're sort of talking to a lot of people, um, you know, being able to get stock in, um, getting supplies for businesses. Uh, yeah, that's definitely no longer as big a concern as it was probably a few months ago. Uh, so obviously that sort of takes the pressure off pricing quite a bit, which is, uh, sort of helps out with that inflation figure. Um, you know, I think inflation for last quarter in New Zealand was up about 1.4%. We're still sort of running on an annual basis of about 7.2. But if you annualise that 1.4, it sort of works out to be about 5.4%, which is still a lot higher than what um, the Reserve Bank would like. Um, but it definitely uh, softened up a wee bit. I suppose the biggest thing still at the moment is um, lack of staff for most businesses, and that's sort of putting cost pressures and... Um, Effectively, then they can now sort of get the supplies in, but um, it's having the staff to sort of uh, produce those into value-added goods or being able to service their clients effectively is, seems to be the biggest uh, chokehold at the moment. Yeah, well, touching on inflation, um, there's a good chance it's peaked, do you reckon, that maybe we finally may see a bit of a reduction, although you could argue, like in New Zealand as well, price of food won't get cheaper anytime soon, especially given what's going on up north. I mean, this, the onion situation we've seen on the news last night is indicative of that. Yeah, yeah I think um, we've 
definitely hope we're going to see it um, at least stagnate um, and probably start to pull back. Um, yeah, you're 100% right that food prices probably aren't going to be going down anytime soon, but I think the key thing is that they definitely won't be going up. So even if they do stay at the sort of, I suppose what we sort of call inflated prices, that effectively means if they don't go up any further, that sort of helps reduce that inflation figure. Um, and we're sort of starting to see that and you know, sort of flowing on from that. Uh, so at the end of last year, it was looking like uh, the Reserve Bank was going to have to put the OCR rate up again by about another 0.75%. Um, I think general consensus now is that can probably be maybe about half a percent, uh, which will give a wee bit of relief on those sort of short-term rates, hopefully for uh, mortgage holders that are looking to maybe refix on some of those sort of one-year or two-year rates. Well, that's good news if that comes through. Now, what's the reason for that, you reckon, the OCR only going perhaps for a 0.5% increase? Purely just based on inflation indicators uh, showing that weakening um, and coming in a lot weaker than uh, what was initially expected, or at least in terms of uh, bank figures. Uh, I think on that annual basis, inflation was, uh, I think it was about 0.3% lower than what they predicted. So, um, yeah, sort of effectively those... OCR rates are doing what this, all those increases in the OCR rates are hopefully doing what they are supposed to be in, uh, in curbing some of that high inflation. And as well as that, as we look forward, Sam, towards 2023, it looks pretty positive, although we're not out of the woods. Still words for the hour word, yet recession. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's nice to get some of these uh, more positive indicators heading into early 2023. Um, you know, there's still a long way to go and it's going to be potentially a long... 12 to 18 months, uh, you know, obviously still the potential for a recession. I think while it's nice to see inflation coming down, if it sort of spirals down quite quickly, that would generally uh, lead towards a recession. And if that sort of labour market, um, if sort of unemployment starts rising, uh, that would tend to lead towards a recession as well, which we might see in the later half of next year. So it's going to be a bit of a balancing act for the economy and um, for the Reserve Bank and yeah, sort of makes for an interesting uh, election cycle, I think, with the election sort of uh, later in the year as well, because I think what sort of happens between now and then in the economy is probably going to be a big uh, driver of who potentially gets in, I think. And it's interesting as well, uh, the diesel tax subsidy, for example, coming off at midnight with the changeover to a new month. What effect this has down the line, or if the government's tempted to reintroduce it with the cost of living, etc. What do you think's going to happen here? Do you think they're going to bring this back in, or is this a case of they just had to set a marker and they've got to stick to it? Uh, yeah, I think, I think definitely, you know, um, I don't think you can rule anything out in an election year to hopefully sway voters, as well as obviously with what's going up in Auckland, adding a bit of relief to people under a bit of pressure. Um, yeah, I don't think it's uh, unfathomable that that could be sort of extended, at least anyway. It's like, or maybe just past the election. It's just like a big lolly scramble this year, isn't it, especially with what's on the line later on in October? Absolutely, absolutely. Sam, if somebody wants to get in touch with yourself and the team at Craig's Investment Partners, the best way to do it? Uh, either give us a call on 209-0153 or come visit us at 120 Main Street in Gore. Sam Grant from Craig's Investment Partners here in Gore. Appreciate your time in the muster as always. Awesome. Always a pleasure. Sam Grant there from Craig's Investment Partners. Right here on Main Street in Gore. Up next on the muster, it is a Wednesday afternoon. Leonard Skinner. Wednesday afternoon at that as well is Bryce McKenzie from Groundswell, New Zealand.